podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Cheese Room Podcast. This is Brendan, your host for the show. We hope you've had a very festive Christmas and are looking forward to an excellent new year. We are we apologise for not doing a direct review of the Everton game. We're going to cover that game uh, in this pod. Uh, but joining me to look back on that game and today's 4-2 defeat to Brighton, I'm joined by Mr Paul Muir. How are you doing, Paul? Happy Christmas, Brent. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, that was uh, a difficult watch tonight and come off the back of quite a decent result as well, which was about Everton, which I was at, but it was quite a good game. Yeah, we've got quite quite a fair bit to talk about, mate. So um, yeah, let's go. Yeah, so we'll, I think we'll start with the Brighton game, as it's the one that's just finished. Yeah. Obviously, a four-two defeat. Silver lining is that the Goons lost as well to West Ham. So we'll take it where we can. I think we were talking in the the Slack chat and in our WhatsApp group about the lineup. Um, you weren't yeah. too happy with it. What, what was it? Was it the absence of Dyer or was it Hoybier? What, what, what were your feelings with the lineup? Yeah, when, when, when it came out, um, you know, the kind of obviously the front four at the minute uh, picks itself. That's not a problem. And then um, with Saar, yeah, being fit, being, being fit and available, he was also going to start. I've got an issue with Hoybjerg, um playing as a six. Hoybjerg is a good Premiership footballer in the right system. In Angeball, that's not the system for him. I think he's very, very poor at um, addressing the ball on the half turn. He's always got his back to uh, attacking play. I also believe as well that he doesn't see a pass quick enough um, at, at, at in Angeball. I also have a big issue with Emerson Royale being at, being at right centre-back. Whatever you want to think about Eric Dyer, whether he's going... Whether it looks like definitely he is going because he's not signed a new contract, whether he's going quite soon or not. Um, he hasn't really let us down in Angeball, and I think he would have been better tonight. And I said that at the beginning. That's not this is not hindsight talking after you know what we've just seen for the last like 95, 96 minutes. But I just thought up against somebody like Danny Welbeck, and maybe not Yao Pedro, but certainly Danny Welbeck, that's more in Eric Dyer's kind of like wheelhouse in his locker, so to speak. So I was a bit disappointed to see Eric not playing. I don't think he's really let us down much. Everybody talks about lack of pace or anything like that. And bar, I think, a mistake against Wolves, I don't think he's really let us down. So I was quite surprised not to see him. Um, in the lineup, and yeah, and then Hoiberg as a six. I know Skip. I think Skip travelled with the team, but obviously mm. he's got he's got other. Uh, I think something like maybe a gash on the ankle, or he's got he's picked up a knock in training anyway. So he obviously he wasn't available. So yeah, Hoiberg at the six was the other one that I was um, quite surprised. So I, I would have started Lacelso there um, rather than Hoiberg and let Hoiberg come on. Hopefully when we were two or three one up or, or something like that, but not to be. Yeah, I think it was a, it was a surprise that, that Skip wasn't in the starting eleven, and it must have been something in the warm up. Obviously, we, we, we've not seen the um, the post match press conference yet, so we'll find out what happened there with him. But, um, but yeah, the, um, the the first opening, like Vicario, kept us in it. There, it was, yeah. it was it was a strange sort of five minutes. I think for me, the, his second save because they were both from Welbeck. I think I think yeah. his his second save from him was the better of the two and it's just like we, we did settle a bit after that but it, it was just it was just nervy and I, I wasn't enjoying us playing out the back no 
from the get-go, I think for the first couple of minutes, we played some quite nice stuff down the left. Um, we had kind of Kuhn playing off of Ricci in that 10, and we know that he's really good at that. Gilmore was letting him drift a bit. Gilmore wasn't really picking him up. And then their big centre-back, uh, Van Hecker, or Van Heck, excuse me if I butchered his name there, but he's, he went one, he went man-to-man. He followed um, Kudu wherever he went, and that kind of, um, after the first six, seven minutes, that really kind of blunted our, um, our forward play. Yeah, and then obviously Danny Welbeck. The first shot was off the keeper's right-hand post. So you expect him to save that, and the angle is always going to favour the keeper. The second one, it's, ping, it's like ping-pong, isn't it? And, and, it, and it breaks to Welbeck, and he leans back, and he, he kind of... He's only going to put it one place, which is which is to Vicario's left. But Vicario's on the ground at that point, and he gets up really quickly. And uh, yeah, I know, I know keepers kind of train that a lot during the week: up, quick, down, up, quick, etc., etc. Changes of direction, changes of level. But he got up really quick. And it was a really good save, and it, it wasn't the first one he made tonight as well. He yeah, after a good kind of four or five minutes with us until they went man to man with Kulu. Yeah, Vicario kept his in him, mate. You're absolutely right. Yeah, they, they, in total, they had nine shots on target to our three. We had plenty of shots. We had more shots than then we had 19, but but a lot of them, obviously, we hit the post twice. There were, and obviously, offsides don't count. No. Um, but we um, we did settle, though, I thought, and before they go. Uh, we did we did have some chances, but um, I don't know if, um, if, you're, if you listeners watch our YouTube channel, but we uh, I did a, a YouTube show with Sandro and JP yesterday, and, and Sandro, as, as has been mentioned on this pod, has been uh, interning uh, at Brighton under De Zerbi. He was the captain uh, for De Zerbi at Benevento in Italy, so De Zerbi obviously has a very good relationship with Sandro, and he was saying about their their defender, uh, it was, heck, what's his name? Hinshelwood. Uh, Hinshelwood, thank you, Hinshelwood. Um, and it, oh, that goal, like it's frustrating because it, we've seen this before where the players just, they're, they're looking at the ball, they go after the ball mm-hmm. and they're not aware of the players behind them. And it was just, it was just such a lack of sort of panicky sort of, oh, there's a guy there. And, and it, it just, it, and that's where you sort of think, well, maybe someone more accustomed to playing central defence, Eric Dyer, someone would be able to sort of observe a bit more and sort of see what's going on. Uh, but it, to be fair to Hinshelwoods, uh, an eighteen-year-old uh, right back, he he did smash it, and it was a it was it was a great hit. It was it was true smart. He put his like he was pretty much over Corey's head, but the power that he got in it in the direction because normally you, you put your laces through it and it you know sky over to Rosette beyond beyond the goal, but it's a really true strike. What annoyed me is that we it starts on the left hand side and um and we kind of push him inside, push him inside, but it's like we're not. All we're doing is like we—it's uh, like we're jockeying a player to where we want to go, and then Son's not tracked um, Hinchwood behind him, and Son's coming to the middle and he's left him on his own. As you rightly say, then somebody of a uh, Eric Dyer, or Christian Romero, or somebody a bit more kind of experienced is going to say like you know, it's going to shout at Sonny like track your man. Sonny's left his man. He's through at the back post. The, the the ball comes out that way, and um, yeah, obviously one nil to them. It's. You've got to look at Son there. You got you got to look at more awareness of like you know of his man. I I thought Son was you know we'll probably come on to him a little bit later, but yeah. very ineffective tonight. One of his poorer games. Um, didn't really get involved, especially up like quite a good. I mean, I know Sandro last night mentioned this youngster who scored and he, he and Deserby obviously like rates him and stuff, and he's a good player. But you're looking at Son is like one of the elite kind of players this season, and you're thinking he should be able to like maybe take a take a few liberties with a 19 or a young a young guy anyway. 
and he didn't. And um, yeah, but just to let the guy go and then for him to score was was pretty poor from from our Korean, to be honest. Yeah, well, I don't think there were many of our front players, except for Richarlison, that, that, that can come out of this game um, with much credit. I thought Cooler was quite poor. Brennan Johnson, Son, obviously, I don't think that they they were they were on their game. I don't know if Son's sort of maybe distracted with the Asia Games coming up. He doesn't want to get risk injury or something, but it just it just it all seemed a bit hopeful from him. And, and Kulu just kept falling over, even in the first and, and the second half. He just needed to be a bit stronger. It was, it was a bit hopeful, sort of Sun again, sort of going over quite easily when he should have just sort of tried to be a bit stronger, hold the ball and 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 see what happens. It was just it was just a bit hopeful. And then the obviously the penalty um was was yeah. a laugh. I it was it was happened quite quick. So I, I was watching it on TV and I couldn't sort of see whether it's a handball they were appealing, and then they see the replay, and you're like, "Jeez, what are you doing, Cooler? You, you're trying to change shirts, and it's the 23rd minute." It just—it <laughs> was so obvious. It was—it was, it was almost comical. It was almost like watching a cartoon, and you knew you. And, and they were saying in Brazilian commentary that could be a red because he's denying, and there, there were players in front of him, so it wasn't like it was the last man. Yeah, but he's—he's yeah. he's seriously denying a, a goal-scoring opportunity, but. Um, Obviously, it was just a yellow, but just stupidity from Kulu. I don't, I don't know. Okay, let, let, it's a corner. Comes over uh, back post header. They hit. They obviously hit the uh, the the post, the back post, and there's a, lot, a little bit of panic. Talking to uh, Phil, who's one of our one of our patrons um, in Slack. Uh, we obviously have a Patreon group, as as you listeners know. Um, and Phil goes that we're seeing players uh, panic, or I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but we're seeing. You have to ask yourself why somebody of Kulu's experience. I know he's still quite a young guy, but he's played a lot for us, okay? And he's an international, he plays a lot for Sweden. You have to wonder why he's panicked there and grabbed the player's shirt and tried to pull him back. You're not, I mean, come on, cameras everywhere, you know, VAR is, is all going to be all over this kind of stuff. It's quite. It's it's almost like we, we've panicked. We, we aren't playing well at that point. We know that it's a bit disjointed. We know that they're definitely kind of bossing us. They've got players out. We've got players out. And it's almost like there is like a bit of like, it's not Chelsea all over again, but it's like we start to kind of like take risks and we start to like try kind of like to try and be a bit kind of more physical than we need to be. And we, we just not lose our heads, but we just make bad decisions at key moments, offensively and defensively. I just, I don't know what Cooley's trying to do there. You know, it's, it's, you players grab pit player shirts, but you don't hold on to them for that long on the mm. six yard box. And th- this is what, this is what I'm getting at. And um, yeah, penalty. I, it, 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 just, it was it was never read, no, because there was obviously players on the line as well, and you can't yeah, tell me yeah. you can't tell me he's going to get to the ball and volley it in the top of the net. You you cannot tell me that it's, it's not a red, but it's a yellow, and it's one of many stupid decisions from players at key moments tonight. Hmm. That first half, it was it was just terrible. We were trying to sort of, I said to, to in the in the, the WhatsApp group like. Are there any outfield players that has come out of this with credit? I thought Pierre Hoybier sort of started poor, but to be fair, I thought he he grew into the game. He he, he had that chance right at the end at the post. Yeah. Uh, good hit, good hit. Like and again, that goes in. It could be different, but um, that first half was was really disappointing. And sort of the last, the only chance really that we had was Brennan Johnson running in and passing it to Richarlison. Uh, who, who grazed the post. But again, I, I find Brennan Johnson so frustrating because 
it, I don't want to say he doesn't have any end product. That's I think that's that's an exaggeration, simplifying it. But he 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 needs to make decisions quicker. He needs to be a lot more aware of of the players around him, and and just have a bit more confidence. He looks a bit nervous. He looks just a bit like a like he's want to make make a wish foundation. And he's a kid out there. He's got to be a bit more you know, just decisive. And um. But yeah, that, that first half, I was saying, like, I just want this half to end because you, you, you'd you hope, you know, coming out second half, maybe you'd switch it up a bit but and put a rocker up them at half time. Uh, but it was it was a poor, poor 45 minutes, I thought. Very poor. Uh, just just lack of intensity. Our counter press was non-existent as well. Gilmore, Gross, uh, James Milner at 38, 39, one for the OGs like uh, myself and and. I was going to say you there, maybe not, not, not as long as me. Uh, day played really well, but we had we had zero press. We were picking up zero second balls as well. When we did get the ball, it was really disjointed. Um, what a lot of a lot of teams do now is obviously um, they like to try and play out from the back. It seems like the kind of on vogue way of playing in the Prem for the last two, three seasons. Pep and then Potter as well. I'm funny enough, Brighton started it. But it's like if you crowd the six i.e. the guy who's going to take the ball off centre-backs, the guy, the defensive midfielder, in in other words. If you crowd him, you can get the ball back. But if you've got players moving, so A passes to B, B passes to C. If C is already moving, by the time A's passed to B, he's in space to receive the ball, you break the press that way. Uh, Brighton are really, really good at that. They did it under Potter, with Salcedo when he's there, when McAllister was there as well, uh, when Basuma was there as well. That that, that midfield is now has gone to us and, and other and other teams they've still kept that going and that this third man running off the ball Gilmore gets the ball Gross moves Milner ball Wilbert comes short Jal Pedro pulls out into a into a pocket they know where the ball's going to go the systems of play we were nowhere near them in the first half it was embarrassing mm. it you know and when we did get the ball we couldn't hold it because our front three apart from Richardson created absolutely zilch absolutely zilch mm. and our midfield couldn't apart from Saar putting himself like around and using his power and his and, and his energy and his conditioning. We were we we, we we weren't even close that first half, Brendan. It was it, it it was just it was frustrating but also like, wow, are we really out of legs? Because we've got a game in sixty three, sixty two hours, whatever it is. It, it's like, come on, you know, we, we need to pick ourselves up for like the weekend. If if we're knackered here, then what's yeah, what hope is there? But yeah, that first half, mate. To answer your question, was um, as bad as I, it's, it wasn't Wolves bad, but it it was bad. It was very bad. Yeah, no, there's like players that you sort of sort of expect to 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 put in a shift, like Porro and Udogi yeah. were, were terrible. They were non-existent. I don't remember any either of them doing anything of note other than something there, like Porro giving it away with a sloppy back pass, which almost let them in. But it felt like we we were almost lucky to go in at half time two 0 I was just like, come on, guys, this is we've got to stop this and. Second half starts and um, the uh, Deserbi makes the change. We were hoping for a change as well. We we're thinking, look, maybe like Kuzevsky, um, let's let's switch him. Let's put on the Celso, take off Johnson. He's he's ineffective, but he didn't do that. And, and we just went out with the same team. Second half, Deserbi brings on a Stupinan and for his oh. first start in about three months. And what a hit! What a hit! You're like, oh, I mean, you kind of. I, obviously, I hate uh, seeing players score against us, but 
I couldn't help but feel a bit happy for his stupid nan as well for him because he's just he's been out for months and he's come back he, and he's the, he's the next big. I reckon he'll be the next one that'll go for close to a hundred mil. He's the next guy said though the next McAllister that they'll they'll yeah. ship on for a shed loads of money. But what a hit! No chance for Vicario. Yeah, I, I was surprised well we didn't make any uh, subs as well. Uh, we had a quick uh, goal in the forty-six minute. Well, sorry, we had an offside goal. Uh, mm, yeah, 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 which uh, which was a, which was a real shame. And uh, and then they had a couple of quick corners. Uh, you can see something coming at the time, and then yeah, so and then they off the, off the short corner again. It it, it comes out to Estepia. I can't even blame uh, us for not getting out kind of quick because you think he's nah. like a good kind of like five six meters outside outside the box, and he has just absolutely creamed that. And um, I say it's quite a lot. Nice bit of dip. Nice bit of fade. Vicar yeah. is getting nowhere near that as well. The power, it's very, very true. And I'm with I'm in agreement with you, mate. I think I think he's the next one that will um will uh will will be off, you know, Cucurella style or, or something like that. It, but the goal itself, I mean I'm just I'm just watching it now and I'm on big TV and it's just like, yeah, mate, you you've absolutely, you know, like balanced when he hits it and like obviously there's a little bit of curl on the ball, but the ball is like not really spinning in the air, so he's hitting it really true. Yeah. Lovely goal, unfortunately, um, against that. Yeah, because yeah. you're, you're right. I didn't actually measure that we, we did have some chances early in that in that second half. Richarlison, um was was offside like early on and, and hit, hit the post, was it again with that one? He, yep. he had a couple of chances. That's why Ange bringing him off, I was like, what are you doing? I, I the, the only thing I can think of is he's, he's saving him because we're going to lose Son for January. So if Richarlison picks up a knock, we are fucked up front. For January, so that's the only thing he saw. It was three 0 I think maybe he was going to bring off, um, like because uh, he brought, he brought on Hill and and Marcel, So I thought maybe he was going to bring off Brennan Johnson then, yep. mm-hmm. uh, but then I thought maybe he was like, right, three nil. Um, let's 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 preserve it. The game's done. Um, but it was just yeah, it was just I really think, odd. Go on. I think I think you're right, mate. About it. He, he got a yell, didn't he? he? Put his um he put his hand in the throat of uh, yeah Pedro. Um, oh, it was soft. Pedro. It was fucking I know, soft. I'm with you, but you know we know Richie's got a few. It's it's been really good, obviously, since we've known about what's going on with like his private life and stuff. And he's obviously got his head together a bit more in the operation. He's looking a lot better. But yeah, I don't think you can put your hand up in in around the upper chest, throat area of of a, of a player, um, and expect to like not not get ripped on for it. He was he was shielding shielding the I don't know for me it's it's a shielding the wood sticking. Yeah. He wasn't looking where his hand was going. It was one of those where the player like. Bought that the player oh, just yeah. sort of going down, yeah, rolling yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was ill judged, but I don't think it was aggressive. Okay, so you're thinking maybe Andrew's like, if he gets a second yellow, I, that's th- I, think, there's a, I think there's a bit of that as well. I think you're right as well. What you say about Son being off, I know we're bringing Scarlet back from Ipswich. I don't know if that, I mean, I know Franco's been talking about that might be for another loan going out, but I can't see it. I think it's there for be to be cover, even though Valise scored tonight. I, I think it's, yeah. I think Dane Scarlett coming back under twenty one sorry, under nineteen, under twenty international, under twenty one. It's not done that much at Ipswich. I think he's coming back. So that that ties in with I think we've got to protect Richie. If he's got a yellow and he's he, we're starting to see the signs that he's we, we would get a bit more aggressive during the second half. I think Ange probably done the right thing by protecting him for, for Bournemouth and then uh yeah, the games after that as well. But um he 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 tried hard tonight, he put himself around, he's 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 looked yeah. Kind of a little bit, but I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say the green shoot. Well, I'm going to say it. yeah, green shoots. But <laughs> the one positive thing, apart from Vicario's performance and Belize getting his goal, I thought Richie, 
it's beginning to look like someone who could actually bang in 10, 12 goals th- this yeah. season. I, I think the operation obviously like worked for him as well. He knows he's going to get a run of the games now if he keeps himself like suspension free because of his son's off. Um, you know, he's, he's moving freer, he's moving better, he's making runs, he's pressing really, really hard. It's not his fault that he's just mistiming his runs slightly. Maybe he wants the ball a bit quicker. Maybe he could say, Kuhn's got to release the ball quicker or whatever. But, you know, some of, the, some of these chances hitting the post, you know, that he's looking sharp. It, it, it will fall for him and, and that's positive. That, that, that's really yeah. positive. So I think Ange done the right thing by pulling him off, sorry, taking him off and, um, you know, just protecting him a little bit. Mm, I don't know. Just in, in the Brazil Spurs WhatsApp group, they were just like they, they were thinking that Ange was punishing him for the offsides, and I was just like, "Well, no, no, that doesn't make sense." No, the, no. the the second one was a was a toenail. The second one was I at the time I was like, "That's definitely not offside." It'll go to VAR, and then in, you still see the replay. And you just it's his toe. It's but, his toe. And you're like, "Oh, I know." But if you know Richie's playing on the back of maybe something like Van Hecker or Dunk, you know, he's playing. He's playing. Between the middle of them, he's trying to he's trying to run it. He's trying to run off their shoulders. If I'm Kulu or I've got the ball, then just release it, you know, because you know you know he's going to make that run because he's been offside two or three times already in the game. Just release it, give it to him. Just keep feeding yeah. him. Just keep feeding. Yeah. It's just like you know, don't try and like take two or three extra touches. If you're coming across and they've got a square back line, you know Richie's going to make that darting kind of like kind of middle to like edge of the box. Give it to him early and let him hit it because he's obviously he's he's full of confidence off his left and his right. He's hitting the post, mm. as I say. He's he's, he's hitting, you know he's making the keeper work, etc. It's just like just, just keep feeding him. Just like you know, all right, Richie, you missed that one. You're offside, but at least I know you're going to make. That. Oh, you're offside again, but okay, you made the run. I give you the ball. I give you the ball earlier. It's come on, guys. You, you've got. To, if this guy is like on the shoulder of someone, then yes, he can hold his run an extra half a second. But you've also got to give the ball earlier as well and I think you can look at Kula and say he doesn't release the ball at times he's a great player we know he's a great player but if there's one thing to his game I'd be like that when that when he's cutting inside he's dropped the shoulder and play the pass straight away don't take an extra touch and then try and come more into the middle of the pitch you know use the angle that Richie's going to give you so I think you could yeah the six one and a half dozen other there you know it, it's the assist maybe or the player playing the assist but also Richie might just have to like take half a second just a beat to like stop his run but yeah Fine margins, fine margins exactly, and and that would have been that. So it was three. That was two, two, two at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. So again, it was it was yeah, fine margins, and and the subs come on, and um, you kind of think when you see Brian Hill and and the Celso come on, it's 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 are they going to change? Are they, have they got enough in their locker to to change the game at three 0 You're like, well, um, and then the Celso with the with the challenge for the pen, again, yeah. it's it was. Stupid! Like, what are you doing there? Like, it, it, it was so clear. It was, oh, and and it, it, it obviously it was three 0 already. So, like, well, is um, is, is it really going to matter? Like another goal? And um, but yeah, just just silly, silly from from Lo Celso. I, I don't think he had a good game. People were saying that he has to start the next game. I was just like, what? I, I, did you think he had a good? Obviously, taking away the. The penalty stupidity and his little, little sort of shit housery with with Jean Pedro when he went oh, off. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. pathetic. But, but do, do you think he had a good game? I don't, uh, I don't know. No, I think I don't think many of the outfield players had a good game, as, as you alluded to maybe eight ten minutes ago there. But um, it's a lazy challenge. You, you 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 don't want to work hard enough to get on the right side and make a challenge. So I'm just going to leave my foot in there and 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 he's gone in. He's kind of done like a forward lunge motion and he, it's actually like his rear thigh is caught. 
um, I think it might be Ferguson's leg, and he's yeah. gone down. It's just like no, make make an extra kind of like you know quicker quicker kind of step and try and get side on, and then maybe lean into a bit more and and stuff like that. But no, it was lazy. Let's also. He's obviously he's got an attitude. I'm I'm looking from watching obviously from the stands when I see him, and also when I see him uh, on the TV and stuff. Um, I think he's got an attitude problem. Looking at him, I don't think I don't think he's he he's not the kind of guy you want next to you when the shit is going down. Mm. You don't. Um, uh, and it kind of and what we talk about that little shit housery moment when he's like. Your player's going to walk off slowly. He's played really, really well. He's got the man of the match. He's had a good. He's, he's he scored twice. He's walking off slowly to run thirty meters from the center circle and chase him off. Push him in the back of the head. Then put your hand over your mouth to 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 make sure the TV doesn't see what you're saying to him. And then, like, obviously, he said something like not very nice to him. Pedro turned around. It's just that's just pathetic. That's just Stupid. like you, you're acting at that point. You're, you you know you've been like you know you've been given a lesson. By the team, and you're trying to like do something, yeah, you know, which is far, far too late. And you're trying to show, look, I'm trying. You're not. You're just being a little you're twat. Not. You're being a mm. little fucking idiot. And I think that says a lot about him. I think I don't care what Messi says about. It. I don't care what he does for Argentina. For Spurs, he hasn't really done it. And if we could replace him with somebody better and more team orientated, then I'd, I'd drive him to the airport myself. Yeah, it's, it's it's an Argentine thing. Like I was watching Brazil Argentina <laughs> uh, in, the, in the qualifiers, the one that kicked off in the stands after oh, yeah, the police yeah, 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 yeah. rushing the, the 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 fans. So tempers were already high, but it was it was just, it was an awful awful game of football. That, like they won it one nil. Um, I was trying to remember um, who's the man ex Man City uh, begins with O. Um, uh, Oh fucking hell! Um, the expand city defender uh, Otamendi got the goal. Yeah, and um, but it was just it was like DePaul and uh, I don't know, was the Celso even playing? But it, 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 there's just something there. Where it, it's theatre. I think you said it earlier. It's acting. It's theatre. Yeah. It's just and it's just not. It's just not football. And it's it's just, like look, I'm it, trying. I'm trying. Look, I'm trying to be the hard man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like you know influence the game. You're not. All you're doing is you're just abusing someone who's being subbed, who's basically run rings around you. It's 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 fucking. He thinks we're stupid if if we're gonna like fall for that. I just. It annoys me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was frustrating, but then we we decided to turn up on the 80th minute, um, <laughs> and um, it was um, Valise's goal. Uh, I, I was happy for him, obviously. Like a, it was it's his first it's his first certainly his first league goal. Um, is it his first goal for us? Was he scored in a, I in think, a cup? I think he scored. For, I think he scored in the twenty ones as well. But it's after, okay. It's, well, yeah, but, it's his first senior goal. So, so happy for him, and it was you know, like you said, similar to the to the Sun goal against Everton. Just yeah, um, yeah decent hit, it, and it? Yeah. but yeah, we pressed though. Bit... Yeah, we pressed like Dunks Dunks Dallying in the left back role, uh, left back uh, position. Cooley comes in. Um, um, remind me, we'll talk about challenge in a minute. That so Cooley nips it off him. Son responds really, really quickly. Uh, draws two players and, he, and then pulls it across. Van Hecker is watching the ball and then like Valise, not the greatest first touch and then scuffs it with his right and, and and puts it in the corner as well. I thought, yeah, you're right. We decided like we're down. We've got nothing to lose. You could say that Brighton took the foot off the pedal. There's probably there's probably an argument for that as well. But we, at least we were stepping on the players and and that was that was you know shown by 
Kulu kind of like going with Lewis Dunk. I thought Lewis Dunk followed through. I thought he raked him. I don't want to go down the conspiracy route of like, oh, if that was Romero, but you have to ask. The follow through takes out a player. You know, we, we've had a player carded for that. You know, you, you've got to think where's the consistency there, but at least we pressed and Feliz looked really, really happy about scoring, scoring his goal and um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. It, it was, uh, mm. it, 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 he, he looked overjoyed. He looked really, really happy. Yeah, yeah, he did. And you're right, actually, that the challenge by Dunk was similar to the one, um, was it Curtis, who was the guy that was sent off for Liverpool against us, where it was the follow-through yeah, on Bissouma and like, the rake there. It was yeah. Curtis Jones, yeah. yeah. It was similar to that. And, and we've been done, like you said, <clears throat> I don't think there was enough in there for a Reds, to be honest, but it was a nasty little sort of a desperate lunge and a rake down. And, but yeah, great goal from, from Valiers. And, and then we're like, well... 80th minute with, with I mean, there was nine minutes of extra time. There's always sort of around between eight and and, and ten minutes extra time these days. And with a game like that, which was quite high, loads of subs, high intensity. I think that that um, that, that we were expecting an extra ten minutes. So we scored with the four-one with twenty minutes to go, pretty much, with including extra time. And then Daddy Davis turns up. Who again? I don't. I'm not sure he had a, an excellent game, but. Um, he out-jumped he out Dunk for that goal. That header. It, was, uh, it was great. So, yeah, Hill takes it to the byline. Hill can't do anything, as we know Hill can't do. You know, we, won't, we, won't, we won't diss Brian Hill. It's not, it's not his fault. Gives it back to Poro. Poro puts a fantastic, probably his best cross of the game in. And, uh, yeah, and then Davis gets behind Dunk and out-jumps him and puts it in, you know, into in, in the far corner. And then it's, uh, it's 4-2. And you're thinking, oh, Hello, hello. We all, we all thought that, you know, in the Patreon and, and stuff, people were like, you know, can we, can we kind of thing? And I know, um, I think Hoybjerg had a curling effort that hit the post as well, maybe 90 yeah. seconds, two minutes after. But um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit too late, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, had that had that gone in, had the Hoybier one gone in, Seb, Seb was saying in the chat as well, like we get we get that one more because that would that was around what eighty seven minutes, and there's a, yeah. again another nine minutes of extra time, but again it was just too little, too late. Well, why would we only turn up in eightieth minute? And then we knew that that, that Brighton would tire. That, that, that's with their present, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stop name dropping. But I did chat with Sandra at half time. He said, <laughs> "Look, <laughs> so look, Brighton do tire towards the end of games because they can't keep up that intensity." We've seen it with us as well. We go always go one up, and we don't get the second goal, and we tire, and then let them in. And and it's a similar thing with Brighton when you play that high intensity, you do tire towards the end. You can you can sub players on and and and, and try and deal with it that way. But they did tire. They did drop off, and we were playing good football like the last. Like sort of ten minutes of of normal time and and the, the nine minutes of extra time, it was it was good to see. It was just a shame the first eighty minutes we weren't really going for it. We were we weren't committed. We we weren't uh, getting those second balls. We, we, it was, it was, it was uh, a shame. Why, why why do you think it took? Do you think it took? Uh, we we were surprised by the intensity of the Zerbi's press and. You know they've they've got loads of players out. You know, mm. you know Estepini has, has just come back and stuff, and we we've talked about him at, at at length and stuff. But why do you think it took us seventy five eighty minutes? You got any ideas? Well, I think that their the majority of their injuries are are for, are, are further up for the field. So Mitoma's out. Um, uh, that we're talking about Solly March. Uh, Solly March as well. So. Um, <clears throat> They had they've got they've got players missing, but uh, I just think maybe that their their depth is slightly better than us. They do have a good scouting network, Brighton. So they have yeah. and and Deserby said in his pre-match press, he was praising 
the, the the youth team the youth team but the 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 backups were the under 21s and 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 it's a well-run club and so i think maybe that they've not been on a good run of form i think it was they've had two wins in 12 going into this game so they were there for the taking but i just thought that um they've now like europa's on the back burner till i think feb like they don't have to do that that playoff so but I think Europa took their to- took its toll on them, and yeah. they they were tiring. Um, but um, I just thought that, that yeah, maybe playing at home gives them that extra lift as well. And our, our injuries though, it's, it's it's that central defence. I just think it makes us nervous. The fact that we've got no defenders, no central defenders on the pitch, I think that 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 goes through the team and, and makes us nervous. Play, uh, it was really hard to watch us play out because it's high risk, and and we did. We did get caught out a few times, as did they, uh, in terms of the playing out. Um, it was just, no, we just looked a bit nervous today. And, and you'd hope that for the Bournemouth game, obviously we're at home. So again, that, that should hopefully make us a bit more confident. We'll have the crowd behind us. So uh, Kuna, I think Kuna, maybe... Kuna's yellow, he's suspended for the weekend as well now. I don't think that's a bad thing, to be fair. He looked knackered. He looked Same knackered. He's, he's been He's got an engine, but... There's only so much he could do. I think he's run, and we were saying this before earlier in the season, I don't know if it's still true now, but he'd run more than any other player in the league. Like He's, he's, he's running on average about 13 and a half kilometres a game. Mad. So, so I think... That, it's just on that eight mile. I just, sorry, it's about eight, about eight miles a game. Yeah, that's, that's mental. That That is... That is so I think him being suspended isn't some, a, a hugely bad thing. He needs a break. So imagine like he, he plays that game... Does his hammy and he's out for another month or two. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I think that it's not a bad shout the way out the way our luck's going this season, right? Uh, with uh, last question on Kulu, mask on or mask off, which, which you prefer? Sounds a bit rude, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, mask, well, he's been yeah he's been playing well. Like I think, uh, yeah, mask on. He, he played really well against Newcastle yeah. with that mask. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep it on. So um yeah, 4-2 loss, but the Gooners lost as well. So we're not we're not that far behind the chasing pack in terms of top 4. I think obviously league talk is is not is not where we're at, but top 4 is definitely where we should be looking to 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 aim. So we we remain 4 points behind the Goons. Uh Liverpool obviously now are so 8 points ahead. Hang on. Four, 6 points ahead, sorry. Um so it's um yeah, it's not great to, to lose like that. West Ham, geez, West Ham are three points behind us now. Jesus, how? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Moyes is doing there, but um, he's he's got. I mean, I think you know, if but what's maybe's, but we should have beaten him. We should have beaten him. We, we were absolutely cruising that game. Twenty twenty five is gone, and just I was thinking, hello, we are going to absolutely stuff him here, but we didn't anyway. Yeah, Moyes, Moyes is um. He's got something clear. That kudos kid is incredible. He's mm. so good, Brendan. He's, he's like you give him the ball, and he's just like he's he's like Deku a pace. He's incredible, and he a shot on him as well off his mm. left hand side. He's is is really really good, and um, he's full of confidence. And you know, and they bought well. You know, like you know Bowen and and James Ward Price playing really well. Emerson, the fullback they got from Chelsea, he's doing really really well. At the minute they've had injuries, they've had a few out. Paqueta's playing really well. Yeah, he's, he's he's got them moving, you know, and he, you know they're still in Europe as well. Obviously, they they got there from winning the uh, the European Cup last week. Uh, sorry, last season. So yeah, but yeah, let's see when the European Champions start. When the European Cups will start again. Let's see how West Ham do at that point. 
But yeah, they're only three, just... only three points behind us. But there's a good there's a good gap then down to Man U. But we play Man U uh, middle of next month, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Mm, I just see that like, they missed. I didn't watch the Arsenal game. Um, they missed a 96 minute penalty as well, Ben Rama. Yeah, like, yeah three right, nil. Right. That would have been yeah. great, like three nil. But and who gave away the penalty? Declan Rice. Oh, he's doing he's doing a favour for his old mates. But yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. but I think that, that I think with um with this, like looking at the the, the at the league in terms of, of of points, but I think goal difference is is going to be key as well. Um, because I, I, there's lots of teams going for that top four. So those two goals that we got today, keeping it down like a four nil defeat, that's a big chunk. So two nil, two well, two two goal deficit is um it's not the the end of the world. Had Hoybier's one gone in. We may have got a point, but but, but the goal difference that like, we didn't want an embarrassment, and it was a thrilling game. It was a great game. Um, yeah. Let's move on to the um, to the Everton game. Let's, yeah. uh, let's get more positive. <laughs> we got a win. Hey, hey. Um, so it was um, again as we always seem to do at home. Started well, um, got the first goal with Richarlison, and again like, it's just sort of showing the confidence there. It was a really good build up. I thought that oh. I love the the dummy from from Skip for me was made that goal. It's like, oh mate, who is this from? <laughs> and um and yet there was one of those goals from Richarlison where you're like, if this was maybe a couple of months ago, that would have hit the post or it'd have sort of bu- it would have bubbled or something. But yeah. it just seemed these seems things seem to go for, for Richarlison um in recently. So it's, it's just just really nice build up on the right, you know, we we, we, we Nice little triangle um, with, with the with Poro gives it into Padmatsar. Padmatsar kind of plays his ball inside the fullback, and Johnson's on it. That 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 ball is on twelve to fifteen times a game when I watch him in the flesh at live at stadium. That ball inside a fullback, especially if Johnson is quick as everybody says he is, if he's clocked at thirty odd clicks an hour, which he can do, then he should be able to outpace any any fullback. That inside that ball inside a fullback between the fullback and the back is on, and he gets onto it. And Richie knows exactly what we're talking about a minute ago. A B C. As soon as that ball goes, Richie. Yeah, as soon as that ball's played inside a fullback, Richie's on the move in the middle. Yeah, and mm. Johnson knows that. And bang, it's clockwork. It's a system of play. It's it's what it's what City does really really well, and it's what Liverpool do really really well as well. In certain in certain areas, and I just wish Johnson could do it more. But the finish was like first time came across came across the uh, defender. I wanted to get the ball quick. Wanted to get the ball first and put it past Pickford. And Pickford was like, yeah, a yard too late. And uh, yeah, ran off and kept the celebration because you know I like to talk about a Richie celebration. Kept it low key, <laughs> didn't do the pigeon, and uh, had a little bit of respect. Um, they were singing his name as well at the end. Uh, the Everton fans and that, but the yeah. goal, yeah, goal was the goal was really, really nice, really slick, really move, and it shows what Jones, but Brendan Johnson can do, you know, which mm. we want to see more of. We we need to see more of it. We need because yeah. when everybody's fit, he doesn't play. He's on the bench, in my opinion. So he needs to do that more when he's got this opportunity. And what we see with that first goal, Everton, it's not happening enough. It's not. It's not. He's not trusting himself, or. Um, he doesn't feel that he can cross that ball into Rishi's path uh, enough times. I, I, I don't know why he doesn't, because I say that ball is on all the time inside of fullback. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, the key difference with this game compared to others was that we got that second goal. Uh, Sonny, again, like we're saying, the scuff, scuff shot, and, and we needed it because Everton, like, they're, they're no chumps. Like, they're, they're, no. they're the form team going into this game. 
Um, obviously, got the, the bit between their teeth after the ten point deduction, and and that gives them something. You know, that's like the, the sort of the old Mourinho us against the world sort of mentality, the siege mentality, and, and it was. So we we were clinging on uh, towards the end there, and uh, and Andre Gomez, like when 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 Gay went off, Idrissa Gray went off. I yeah, was Gwei. like, I was like, oh, it's. I was quite happy. I was like, oh, good. They've got a, a decent player off. And then Andre Gomez comes on. I thought it was superb. I thought he was really, really sort of Bentancur-esque. Very yeah. sort of, um, sort of like, had seemed to have a bit more time on the ball than everyone else and dictated play and, and scored a, a, a decent goal. And again, that goal, it was, it was very yeah. similar to Hinshelwood's goal in the... It, when it was, it was it, this was from a corner, but yeah. we just weren't watching. We weren't aware of who's who's there in the box, and and he hit it well, hit it true, and, and again, it was it was it was tough for for, for Vicario to to get and it. It just it left us. What was it like in the ground? Because it, it felt really nervy. I it couldn't was, watch the last. It, it was nervy. I mean, again, we were playing really really well. Skip was playing as a six, uh, moving it, moving it quite nicely. Um, you know, Davies was pl- playing playing quite well. Um, it was, I just, the, the, I, I think the the substitution that um, Shaw Dyke has to make by being obviously Gray kind of injured himself and then Gomez come on because Gomez just sat on sat on skip, so obviously you know he he he's not good enough to like get himself free as a Benzacore would or a Basuma would. So we we kind of like we got a bit disjointed at that point as well. Um, and uh, we were lucky because Dan Juma had some really good chances. The more yeah. I see a Dan Juma, the more I think, why didn't he play more? I know we got Solomon through the tribunal for free and stuff. We've not really seen a lot of Manuel Solomon because he got injured and stuff. But you think, you look at Dan Juma and you look what he offers the Toffees off the bench and you think, we could do a bit of that, couldn't we? Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, again... Yeah, his his opportunities at the weekend. It was Porro being caught upfield again. All, all, and he, um, uh, Dan Juma kept his whip from the left and, um, you know, offside for one of them and then hit the crossbar. And then uh, Vicari, he comes off Vicario's knee. He blasts over the bar. Another opportunity as well. Yeah, you know, he, he looks like somebody that could do a job for us. And it just seems a bit weird that um, that we let him go, that we let him go to, to Evan. I've been quite impressed with him. But I think. In the in the in the in the stadium, it was kind of like, yeah, we 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 should be holding on to this, and we will be holding on to this. But that doesn't kind of like legislate for like, you know, kind of like losing a ball in midfield with a really sloppy pass, and then then breaking really quickly. I don't I I I, I don't know what Deitch has done there because he's got people like McNeil and Garner, uh, Mikalenko. He's got this young guy Braithwaite coming through, and they they look decent. You know, they they all work mm. really really hard for each other. Harrison's come in from. From Leeds, and he's yeah, done a really decent job. Yeah, you know, that's that's not his normal position where he's playing. You know, up and down the touchline as well, tracking back a lot of stuff that that you know Brendan doesn't doesn't do. Deitch has got them playing as a unit, ten outfield players with people like Tokowski and Patterson. You know, like you know, just pretty solid at the back as well. Tokowski will lead you like through a wall if you have to. He, he really wants his mm. team to do well, and, and and fair play. I'm glad we won. Of course, I'm glad we won. But I want to see Everton stay up because I I, I quite like Deitch what he's done there. I didn't like Deitch when he was at Burnley for various reasons, but what Deitch is trying to do at Everton. Uh, and what he's been handed with him, handed with the, the, the ten point deduction, I really want to stay. I really want him to stay up. And um, 
yeah, let's let's see how it goes. But the uh, I, I was glad to win. I was glad when I was in the stadium that we won very, very yeah. much so, very very much so. Yeah, it was nervy. Like the one where the Dan Juma yeah. one when it came down off the post and it hit hit Vicario's thigh. Like, I don't know how much he knew about it, but it was uh, again. It was just millimeters. And and again, we were we were we needed that. We needed that three points, and it sort of kept that momentum going. And so to finish up the festive period against Bournemouth. Uh, on Sunday, we do. But uh, can I just quickly, quickly say there that we have got the joint most goals conceded with Forest after tonight. We are second. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's um, I think Daniel Markin, one of our patrons, again put up in uh, Slack earlier uh, that we are probably yeah joint jo- joint top of uh, goals conceded with with Forest. Uh, I think you might have been since November. I think uh, obviously when we had the, when Romero first had an injury or, or whatever, but yeah, we we need to tighten up defensively. We 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 need to stop like shipping like goals here, there, left, right, and centre. And I, but maybe maybe we'll get a centre back. Yeah, in 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 the, yeah, the... in the, in, the, in in the window. Who, who knows? There seems to be real real talk about you know players going out. You know, Dyer seems to be might he might be on his way even this window. Um, so it looks like we, 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 we're gonna we're gonna get centre back reinforcements, but yeah, you know, we we need to tighten up, especially until Van der Ven and Romero come back as our, our centre back partnership. Yeah, but we finish up against Bournemouth. Sorry, mate, I interrupted you there at the weekend. Yeah, no, you raised a good point there. We just mentioned the sort of the key to, uh, thing from the Everton game as well was Romero's injury, yeah. which happened right in the first minute, wasn't it? it was it was sort of trying to keep up with with Calvert Lewin. He tangled um, him, yeah. He tangled with him. The ball was bouncing, and um, he hooks it out for. Uh, I think he might. I think he. Yeah, it was a free kick. Uh, sorry, a throw in or a corner. I can't remember. And he got up a bit, little bit gingerly, and um, I thought it was adjusting his shin pad, but he wasn't. He was touching his ankle. And I think yeah. I think uh, he just he, I think uh, Calvert Lewin um, landed on him a bit awkward. I don't think there's any foul play there at all. But yeah, it's just no. um, yeah another injury. He's, he's tweaked something in his hamstring, or maybe may, maybe in the upper in the upper thigh. Uh, sorry, in the upper hamstring, like lower glute area. And um, four weeks out. Do you think? Do you think that, that, that this is a symptom of of Ange ball? Do you think it's a symptom of? Um, just the the extra time that, that they're playing. Not that this season we've seen we're playing sort of an extra fifteen twenty minutes of high intensity football each game with with the uh, with the added time at the end and in the first half. Do you think that that is taking its toll? Uh, and because and, uh, it's getting too too frequent now for us to sort of say oh, it was bad luck. Uh, both of our central defenders are out with hamstring injuries. Obviously, we, we mentioned earlier as well about the. The stop-start nature of VAR. Yeah, that's clear. That's clearly what did for Van der Ven was yeah. that we were standing around for 15 minutes whilst VAR was disallowing Caicedo's goal and then gave it to the uh, gave a penalty and sent off Romero. And uh, so it was. Um, it, it, do you think? It, what do you think is causing these injuries? It, it can't be just bad luck. It's happening. It's happening uh, league league wide, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it's it. So when, if you take that, if you take if you go if you take it from that point of view. Then you've got to be looking at the intensity of the game. I I, I don't know the Opta stats. I don't I don't I don't have those those stats available. I would say that the ball is in play um, a lot more now. So and I'd say the intensity of the game is increased. So therefore the load on a play is more intense and it's longer. So instead of working out, so you're in the gym. You instead of working out for 60 minutes, you work out at the same intensity for say 65 70 minutes. Obviously your body is going to pay for that in some way. 
right? Game's coming thick and fast. Um, so I think there is a little bit of, uh, yeah, I think there's a little bit of truth to, to what you're saying there as well. A few of our injuries, mm. a few of our injuries have happened um, while we've been training. Okay, the meniscus tear, the excuse me, the meniscus tear that Solomon um, that had in his knee and stuff as well. That's happened in training. That is control. That is a controllable that we can control. It's called load management on an individual. You that you know the, the bra tops they wear. They've got the GPS responders between the shoulder blades, yeah. and also some of them have have built-in heart rate monitors which you can control or a sports scientist at the side of the pitch will get a bluetooth reading from that monitor and say right he's in the he's in the red zone i.e he's done too many minutes too intensively you talk to the coaches the coaches say either yes or no we're gonna yeah, we're gonna take him take him off or we're gonna we're gonna lower the intensity of the training session you can control those kind of things when you're training um and i think we could be a little bit culpable at maybe pushing out, at pushing our players too hard because the the way we're playing is high intensity. We we, we try and get the ball back within three or four seconds. You know, we're asking our wing backs, we're asking our midfielders to do an awful lot of running um, as well. You know, and we, we, we're trying to play at high intensity for a longer period of time. So of course, you know, the higher the workload, the higher the, the higher the stress on the body. If the body's not conditioned and built and i.e. Uh, trained properly, something's going to break down. So I would say there's probably six or one of that. And also as well is that we are just not managing the players' training loads correctly at the moment. Does that answer your question, Nick? So Yeah, no, very good. This is why you're here. You, you are our fitness guru. So you're our <laughs> Mr. Spurs, Motivator. Spurs, if you're listening, it's uh, six figures plus I need eight weeks <laughs> off a year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, like I said, we um, we have <clears throat> disappointing defeat today. Yeah, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, um, but but we were in a good run. Three wins in a row kept us in there. <clears throat> yeah, and like today, I, I don't feel that this. I felt worse after the Wolves game than I did after today, and maybe it was because the end of the game today was way better than the end of the game against Wolves. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, we, we we fight on. So um, bring on bring on Bournemouth. They're in a good run on though, Sunday. Aren't they? They, 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 <clears> they're they doing quite well, aren't they? Bournemouth at the moment. I did watch the some of their game um, at the weekend, and uh, the looker up, mate. How long has Solanke been playing football? He seems like he's been around for like like decades. And I know he's like you know he's probably like early thirties, but he seems to be around like ages. And obviously he scored like I think it's I think it's four and six he scored now. They've got that guy uh, they got from Bristol, Alex. Um, yeah. Trying to remember his name. Tell me his name. I can't remember his name. Lee, was it Alex Lee or something? Um, I can't remember. They, they've gone up to 11th now, which um, you know, um, is obviously like their pre- that, which is like a pretty decent kind of position for them to be in, especially now. It seems to be coming together for them quite well. So it's not going to be easy at the weekend, you know. You know Bournemouth, like, you know, they've drawn, they, they drew. Uh, sorry, they've like they've won the last four, Bournemouth. So they're on mm. a bit of a run. So yeah, they're, they're know, the former team. And if they win, they'll they'll, they'll jump above like place people like Chelsea and, and people like this as well. So it's not going to be easy, uh, especially with like as you uh, well as I think Kulu's out. But you know, you know, we adapt. We improvise. Overcome when we've got players out. We have done so far. Um, I'm looking. Is it Alex to... Scott? Alex Is it Alex Scott? Scott thank you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, know I know Seb really liked him because we 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 were looking at him as well. I think for a bit maybe during the summer when he was at Bristol but and, he, and he's been injured for a while so we haven't really seen him at Bournemouth but he's, he seems to be you know, doing quite well he seems to be like you know tearing through he seems to be that kind of box-to-box midfielder which uh, which, which yeah might be something that we, 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 
we might have needed back when we were looking at him, but you know, it, we'll see at the weekend. We'll, we'll, we'll get a close look at him at the weekend, but it's not going to give me a gimme. It's not going to be a gimme at the weekend. No, you know, yeah, no, no, not, not, at not at all. You know, so especially with the, the guys we got out, you know, we're looking tired tonight. You know, very, very quick turnaround, two and a half days. You know, it'll, yeah. it'll be a debrief tomorrow. Probably a little bit, probably a little bit of recovery with, with players that didn't play that, that played tonight, and then probably tactical stuff um, before the game, the day before the game. Um, there's not going to be a lot, a lot of turnaround um, or time to work on anything else really. So. Yeah, but this game. is also it. Like you were saying about the tournament, like they they've got two days extra rest than we do. They yeah. they played on the twenty sixth. We played yeah. today, so that and when it, when when it's this time of year, when it's this sort of these, these margins do make a big difference. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so you look right there. Donick Solanke was I, I didn't I didn't remember him at Chelsea. Remember him at Liverpool, and, Liverpool but yeah, he, yeah. he's and he was like he was the sort of one of those championship players where you're like, is he too? He's like. Too good for the championship, but not good enough for the Premier League. So, you know, Odin Wingy, who's another one like Mitrovic. That? Um, <clears throat> Mitrovic, yeah, yeah. Well, Mitrovic could bang him in as well in the Premier League. But yeah, he, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be and, and Justin, like I'm a proper '90s hipster. Justin Clivert, mate. Oh, it's Patrick Clivert's son. Yes, amazing. Yes. <clears throat> he can hit, he can hit a free kick as well. He had a, he had a good chance at the weekend. Um, so yeah. Who are they play? Oh, yeah. they're playing. They're playing Fulham. That's why I was watching it. Yeah. Sorry, they beat Fulham three 0 And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they 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 look tidy. Yeah, they they they'll give you chances. They're they're not great at the back, but they'll give you chances. But yeah, we, you got to look at the way we play tonight. You got to think, you know, just rest up. You know, just get that. Yeah, what what's gone is gone. Try and maybe have a meeting tomorrow or a debrief and ask about some of the things. Yeah, if players need to say a few things. About you know what, the way other players play tonight because I think there's a little you know you you could definitely see people getting frustrated for other people um, mm. get out of the way and then just yeah just just cruising at the weekend and then you know you've, you've got you've got an FA Cup I think after that and there's not many there's not too many I know we've got players going away for January but we haven't got too many fixtures so um, onwards onwards and forwards you know come on let's have it. <laughs> Yeah, let's have it, let's have it. Right, um, before we go, let me quickly mention our friends at footballprizes.co.uk. <clears throat> this week's Spurs prize gives you the chance to win an amazing signed match-worn shirt from Tottenham's keeper, Vicario, worn during Spurs' 2-1 victory over Palace in the Premier League in October. Um, <clears throat> this comes down from match shirt, match-worn shirts. Uh, find a low-odds ticket and you'll be entered into a 10-to-1 draw for the insane piece of memorabilia. There's also a stunning so- signed and framed Tottenham Hotspur shirt from uh, England international James Madison up for grabs with every ticket purchased. So do check that out. The tickets cost £3.95 each. Uh, or £3.85 each. No, £3.95. Uh, patrons do get a discount. So do become a patron if you want to get a ticket. And uh, the draw is made on Tuesday. So, yeah, uh, footballprizes.co.uk to win a signed Vicario shirt. Paul, let's uh, wrap things up. Anything else to add before we go? No, mate. No. Uh, Patreon's been good. Uh, if you want to fancy treating yourself over the for the new year, starting 2024 with a bang, uh, come and join our Patreon. You'll get a nice T-shirt and a mug and, and you get to talk to people like you and I and stuff. Is there, there, there was some pretty good stuff there uh, this week. Uh, I've had a good few chats. Uh, Sean uh, from Toronto Spurs. Uh, Pat Chan over in the Far East as well. We, we, it's a worldwide community in there as well. Yeah, so we get, it's a good chat, and yeah, they, they've all got their own individual takes 
on on the game and it, it makes for a good place to be and it, it was good tonight as well because you know we could see it wasn't all doom and gloom like uh some of us and some of the people involved are but it was uh it was it's a good place to be so if you're going to get involved in patreon come on over yeah patrons and uh, we do love each and every one of you thank you for your support through this year and we um we'll fight on for the bournemouth game we will be doing uh a, a social in the start of february the details we're still ironing out but i think you can guess who the special guest will be <laughs> is it one of your mates is it one of your mates oh but so uh yeah colossus so GZ's- the Colossus, the Colossus, the midfield beast will be joining us uh, in, in a, at the start of Feb for our, our social. So, uh, but yeah, details will come out soon for that uh, venue, obviously date and stuff like that. So um, do watch out for the YouTube crew. They will, I think they've done a, a, a instant match reaction tonight. Uh, we'll be doing a review of the Bournemouth game as well. Uh, so do check us out on the socials. Do follow, like, comment and subscribe. And as ever, come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network.